Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Thanks, Bill. Way to pay attention. I did that on purpose, dick. Oh, sorry. So no more thank you, Irene's? Wait, am I the dick? Yeah, because you are Richard. So you're a dick. No, I was saying thank you to Bill. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were doing it to I thought you were doing it to be a dick because you yelled at Ray the last time. No, well Ray did it incorrectly. You did it correctly. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I did it correctly last time. No. No, you well, didn't. Minds. No, this is this is what we we decided to start the show differently, and you fucked it up, and you're fucking it up again, arguing with me. Welcome to the Civil Mind Sports Show, conversation with Jonesy. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I love how you wing it. it just. Just a natural flow. I love it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Not a lot of. Not a lot of. Uh... Oh, there he is. Start. Oh, he's got to connect the wires. Oh, uh, uh, there we go. So many people in this. I had no clue. This is a big to do. Jesus. Are you are you recording video to keep? Or is it? We, oh, we just use... we just do it for fun for Ray to look at later. Uh, this is all Ray lives for in life is the two Zoom sessions we have a week. Then is it just that? So we just using the audio then. No, that's oh. a lot. No, 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 that's no, this a lot. video. This video is going out to the world. Oh, okay. Let me get a light then. I'll put a light on. Oh, wow, you nice. look great. No, you look good. I don't agree. I don't agree. Yeah, neither way. No, well, okay. I'm fat. I got a fat face. I usually hide behind this. He can't hear you, dummy. Projects onto us, Bill, and then he expects us to say, "No, you look, you look all right, Ray. You've done a good job, man. Drinking." For yeah, a I'm weeks. not. Un- I'm that unconfident girlfriend that you guys are supposed to be like. No, baby, you look good. That fat face of yours, you look great. Ray, you yeah, have that shirt hair. really brings you out your fat. Hair. You have the best hair on here by a mile. All right. By a mile. Fuck, it's going that, on. That curly <laughs> hair from your head, it did, really did he comes in work. On? In an apartment. Did he put a flashlight on? He did. Dude, he I did. have more light in my dungeon than you do have in your living room. <laughs> Jonesy, Jonesy grabbed a Duracell and threw it on. Is that a solar lamp? What's that? What's that? A solar lamp you just hooked up? Jesus, fuck! There we go. A lightsaber. (laughs) Oh no, it's just a full on. Oh shit! Did it break? Wait, is that for real? Full on fluorescent. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) It's just one extra fluorescent bulb. I have a second one, but I don't have a stand for it. So you have a stand for the first one? That's yeah, good. I got a stand for the first yeah. one. It's I called did. a wall. It just yeah. Yeah. A lot of people call that a ceiling. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, no sweat. Yeah, I appreciate the uh, the prep work too. Uh, With us now is uh, Jonesy, host of the uh, Weird AF podcast. Whether you think you have it or not, Boston accent comedian, Boston comedian, uh, world uh, world renowned comedian, Jonesy, uh, and Boston sports fan. Happy to have you. How are you? Thank you. I'm happy to be talking to a few New Englanders, and uh, we could get to some sports, but 
we could talk about whatever the hell you'd like to talk about today. Would you like to talk about uh, stand-up comedy? Uh, I've done I've done some things in the acting world, not crazy, but I've got a couple cool stories about that. I'm down for whatever you guys want to talk about today. Whatever your listeners will find entertaining. We could talk about, uh, you know, I went to hmm. Peru and took ayahuasca for 10 days. We could talk about whatever the hell you guys want. You want to get yes. crazy? <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. We definitely do want to get, we definitely do want to get crazy. And our listeners are um, degenerates. So uh, isn't ayahuasca like meth, right? No, nothing no? like meth. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I've never really Explain, heard of it. Please Explain. Uh, on meth, you could. You could clean your whole house on ayahuasca. You can't even you can barely stand. <laughs> oh, so it's more like heroin then. <laughs> it's more like, uh, I don't know. Bill it's, it's only a- speaks in illicit drugs. So this is how you're going to have to <laughs> continue this conversation. I tried meth once. I was up for two fucking days. I said, I'm never touching this shit again. Yeah, it was I ridiculous. Was up, yeah, I, I couldn't. Uh, that was pretty annoying about it. And I got. Um, yeah, I had a I had a rough time with the meth. Not not something I would do again. But ayahuasca, I would I would do again. Uh, it's just a What's very the powerful... best thing you did on ayahuasca, Johnny. The best thing? Well, one of the nights I had, uh, I was all all by myself out in this field. Uh, I had left the you're not supposed they they it, they don't encourage you to leave the ayahuasca sacred hut where everybody is taking the medicine and there's a shaman in there singing and conducting some ceremony. I was very bored. I was very bored with the ceremony. I couldn't understand what he was saying and his singing and I, I don't know. I just I wanted to leave and be out side looking at the sky so i left and i was outside in this field i'm in the amazon jungle and you know of course there's very little light pollution so you can really see all the stars uh, very clearly like more clear than i could ever remember seeing and of course the chemical helps you see it better too maybe perhaps uh and so i just spent this evening out there just doing like and and i don't even do this but I, i was doing like kung fu moves and staring like in this field just doing kung fu tai chi moves just moving my body. It felt so good to just move my body like this and like that. And, you know, do all. And I was staring yeah. at the stars and I had that feeling where, you know, people, you know, a lot of people that I find annoying tell, tell like to tell the rest of us that we're all one guys, we're all one. You are me and I am you. You are the stripper giving the lap dance. You are the guy getting the lap dance. We're one. I, uh, I, I find those people fucking annoying and I question whether or not they've actually had the oneness experience I have had that oneness experience on that powerful drug out there in that field, looking at those stars. I had it just temporarily for a few hours. Um, and that was, that was the best time I had uh, on that drug. It was, and it was a very unforgettable moment. And now your opinion of those people has. Oh, I think they're a bunch of charlatans, man. I don't think they really had the experience. <laughs> you know, they got ayahuasca <laughs> sessions out here in LA too. Like they happen out in Malibu and I'm like, do you got a shaman? They're like, yeah, we got a shaman. His name's Gary. Gary, that fucking the Reiki teacher. That's not a shaman. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, man. You know, you can, you can speak to it. If you've done it, you can speak to it and you can be as, as judgmental as you want to. I feel like that you have full carte blanche. I can never say that fucking saying on the show. Car, car blanche, car. That's it. You, 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 you got it, it. All right. I, I got what you were saying. Car blanche. I, I, right. I got that. Hey, when will Brady, Brady retire? And when did he die to you? Didn't Brady just say 50 years old? Oh, God, he can't play. There's no fucking way. He can play didn't 50. he say 50? I thought he, he said did. 50. He did. Because he hates Giselle. He doesn't want to be at home with those kids. Sick That's of riding you. the horse. I, uh, can he go to 50? Doubtful. No. Can he go to 46? Maybe. 
Maybe. How old yeah, was but- Nolan Ryan when he was throwing no hitters still? He was in his 47. 40s. He went to 47, right? Why can't Brady go to Nolan Ryan? Because Brady, because Nolan Ryan didn't get hit. Yeah, Nolan Ryan the one time he face. tried to get hit, he beat the shit out of Robin Ventura. So that was the last time someone tried to hit him. He got hit with a line drive in the face and finished the game at the age of 44 or whatever. You see, there's a very famous picture of him. Yeah, with, with all, all the blood. Bloody. Yeah, yeah. It took a liner to the face. Hey, Nolan, do you want to get out of the game? No, of course I don't. I'm fucking Nolan Ryan. Are you out of your mind? I'm from Texas, you cunt. <laughs> when did he die to you, though? When did when did Brady by die? The way, by the way, Nolan Ryan owns a beef company in Texas, and I called them. <laughs> I called them the main number, and I was asking for Nolan. And they, uh, of course, the lady was like, you know, no one doesn't really get on the phone like this. And I said, well, I just want you to tell Nolan that I called and how much I respect him. And despite the fact he's never won a Cy Young, people are still talking about him. And I think people should talk about him more. And I'm pleased for him. And I hope his beef company has great success. <laughs> and Mary said, thank you, sir. Can, I know, would you she, like to leave in the return she number? Was so, she probably quit after that. She's like, I can't do this anymore. This is fucking ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it's I think it's called Nolan Ryan beef, uh, something like that. Anyways, when did he hey, die? Can you to- Google that. Yeah, I'll yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Call, you guys should call the number two. If he starts getting all these phone calls, maybe he'll come out of retirement. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> the, or he'll send Red- us some free T-bones. <laughs> the Red Sox could use a middle reliever. Uh, <laughs> uh, they could so- use a middle reliever. <laughs> it is Nolan Ryan beef. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it's great, right? Hey, how good is that beef gotta be, though, man? It's probably quality beef. What's that the number? One eight hundred Nolan. What's the number? It's gotta on. be something like that. Oh, it has to be. One eight hundred strikeout. I can't remember, man. <laughs> it's one eight hundred Robin. Robin Ventura is a pussy. <laughs> Oh, that's one of the best videos I've ever seen. I love that. <laughs> I fucking video. love the uppercuts to the face. He clocks him. He fucking clocks. The kid's like 20 years younger than him. Clocks him. You'll never see another one like Nolan Ryan. These pitchers no. don't stand like that. They don't stand on the mound and take it. Even Joe Kelly likes to, you know, he, he ain't going to stand. He's, Joe Kelly's a fake tough guy. He, he's a he, super hey, fake tough guy. It. Look at exactly. got the shirt. He's Shows just got a screw loose. You're in L.A. You've done some acting. Uh, we want to hear about your little acting, uh, about your acting stuff here. But also, I'd like to hear about how how quickly the douchebag grows on you when you move to L.A. Just in terms of days or cuntiness, whatever you want to whatever you want to call However it. It's Uppity, by your doctor yeah. Is he frozen? It's falling to richer. <laughs> This is a the trick. internet service is bad out there. They'd say that it, you pay for it, but oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Oh, you you oh it was no, frozen. It's... No, we thought you were playing a trick on us. <laughs> so your your question about me adopting the L.A. douchebag lifestyle and all of that is uh, it's appropriate, uh, but I haven't I haven't done that at all. I've kept it real the whole time. Uh, I'm still keeping it real. I'm still East Coast all the way. Uh, I still jaywalk out here, which is not something people do. They think I'm crazy. I'm like, you're going to wait for that white man to tell you you can fucking walk? Are you out of your mind? Just walk. Uh, so, What's your acting all about? Tell us about your act. Where can we find your acting uh, savant? Oh, oh, you can find some clips on my website, jonesy.com. There's some clips there on is. there. That's uh, what we're yeah. looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I was on Gotham, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Nurse Jackie, Law and Order, Law and Order. Have you been on shows anybody's ever heard of? Gotham, uh, great show. Gotham, Gotham's a great show. I'm just kidding, Jesus. <laughs> have you? Have Bill you heard of Letterman? Shark Week. That's have you heard of, the have you heard of, uh, of 
Shark Week like, and Shawshank Redemption is, is like the extent of Bill's fucking TV knowledge. I love Shawshank. Yeah, uh, if, you, if you happen to be a fan of the Naked Brothers band on Nickelodeon back in the day, yeah, I was on that. <laughs> the Naked Brothers band? Is that what you just said? Yeah, the Naked Brothers band. You didn't watch that as a kid? Okay. Yeah, I did that show too. Yeah, I did no. a bunch of cool shit. It was all right. I had a good time. Nothing major. No like lead roles in any films or anything like that, but we're working up to it. We'll see what happens. So you're still trying to act? Yeah, yeah, still trying to act. Uh, the business is probably cut in half for uh, acting out here. I've noticed uh, I have fewer and fewer auditions uh, these days, but uh, I, I'm hopeful that they'll pick up. Um, so I'm going to stay in the game. A lot of my friends have moved away. They're like, I can't afford to stay in L.A. I'm not going to stay here. Boom. I'm going back to Cincinnati or whatever the hell they're from. Uh, but I, I'm sticking it out. I'm going to I'm going to stick it out. I feel like, you know, hey, good. You all leave. There's more opportunity for me. Is that COVID related or is that? Yes. Just like- yes. Yeah. Completely COVID related. Is that like something where they're just just cutting like kind of like bit parts or like extras down just to keep the set smaller? I think there's a bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're cutting sets down to keep it smaller, keep it more manageable. Uh, of course, as a comedian, a lot of the stage time went away as well. And I think comedians were frustrated with that. And so they realized they could move to Vegas and, and do more comedy or move to Austin, Texas, which happened to be like a very popular destination for comedians this past uh, uh, winter. Yeah, Rogan and, went down there because they've been open for yep. shit since, what, June of last year. That's why yeah. a lot of those guys were moving down there. Oh, so many comics uh, made that trip after Rogan did. And uh, and a lot of them that I know are, are still there. Uh, I thought they I thought they'd come back. But no, no, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe it's a good comedy scene over there. It sounds like perhaps it is. What's the L.A. like? What's your uh, take on the L.A. comedy scene? Did you feel like you had to move to that spot with it from a comedy perspective to kind of get an edge or was it more of a whole career perspective of getting out there? Uh, Yeah, it was a whole career perspective because I wanted to like uh, perhaps dabble in the world of writing and and do more acting. And so there's more of that happening out here. Certainly all the writing jobs are out here. If you want to write for television and film, you should be in L.A. Uh, and, and, you know, the acting opportunities were plentiful as well. When I moved here before this, I was in New York for 10 years and I did a lot of, uh, standup comedy and I, and, and acting there. And I, at one point I had been on every little show that was shooting there. It wasn't a lot, but maybe they were shooting six TV shows. At one point I had done small role on each show. And then after you do that, they, they have no use for you. And then, you know, there's no, uh, right. I can't audition for another role on that show because I've already been cast. It's not the 80s, man. They, you just can't. People, yeah, they're people just recurring this. characters. Yeah. <laughs> they got to put a wig on me. And now I'm the, now I'm yeah, some yeah. Other character. Uh, so I was like, well, uh, I got some friends that had make the, made the move to L.A. And I had been out here uh, a few times to check it out. I really liked it. Uh, certainly the weather, you know, and I, um, I'm a sports person. I like to play sports. I like to be outside. And and so to me, this made a lot of sense. I could, I could be outside all year round, play sports all year round, live a more comfortable lifestyle um, and have more acting opportunities and perhaps maybe just check out hey, how, what's it like trying to be a writer as well, because I, I, I have a little bit of a gift for writing as well. In fact, yeah. if you click on, on my website, there's a, there's a videos page and on on there, every video I wrote, directed and acted i acted in most of them as well and edited all of them and and so i got a, i got kind of a right a talent at writing and i thought hey why not come on here let's just see what it's like um there you go did your comedy you got- take a step back when you moved out here because like new york i feel like the comedy scene's a lot better i mean you think there's probably what 10 clubs within five blocks of each other in in the city down there so it seems like you can at least jump from 
club to club to club and get four, five, six sets in a night in New York, where I yeah. feel like in, in L.A. you can't really do that. There's what a couple of them out there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's only a few and they're spread out. So in New York, you could do three or four sets a night. I had to that's something I had to deal with when I came out here is like maybe only doing one show a night and uh, which out here that's that's a big deal if you can get up every night once they're like oh you're doing well you're doing well we're in new york that was that was easy so yeah i had to i had to accept that which was hard because i love 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 doing stand-up so much and 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 that was kind of tough to deal with um but you uh so if you were presented the opportunity first for a stand-up situation if you were presented the opportunity of in a hotel room say and uh, Louis were to old fashion himself for a special. Would you give that? Just, you'd give that the thumbs up, or what? What do you think? You, where do you think you land on that? So if Louis was like, "Would you like to come up to my room? I'd like to uh, kind of go over my set list for my next special." Yeah. And then he was like, "Hey, also, I'm not wearing underwear, and I got an itch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't have to smell it. <laughs> just watch so, from a distance. <laughs> I've always said. Uh, I haven't always said, but like I. I because I, I just really respect Louis's work and I've I've told people like they're like if you could have any career, what would you like to have? My answer has been I'd like to have Louis's career if he didn't have any hands. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was a genius. His shows were so bad. Louis was so genius. fucking good. All geniuses are crazy or something. Hey, right? like, oh, like, yeah. He's got a new special. God forbid you gotta jack off around people, get canceled. <laughs> he's got a uh I don't know if you're aware of this, but he's got an, a new special that's on YouTube. Uh, it's audio only. It's called, uh, I think it's called like I'm Serious or something like that. It's like a black and white picture. And there's a bunch of clips of it. Little portions of it are all on YouTube. There's a bunch of them. And they all add up, I believe, to the entire special. They're all very good. He's still a great stand-up man. He's he's a master at it. And and it's it listen to it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, man. That you can't cancel a guy that's this funny. You just I'll can't. tell you, I, I used to listen to him like before he, on Opie and Anthony years and years ago. They had Donald Rumsfeld on and he and he kept calling him a lizard the whole fucking interview. <laughs> and it must have been the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like right to, on the phone, just kept calling him. So you were raised by the lizard people. I was like fucking dying. I love Louie. <laughs> I love so, him too, man. I mean, I so he's him. a Boston guy. Bill Burr's my guy now. Like he's a Boston guy. You're Boston, yeah. like, and this isn't a Boston thing because you're on a Boston sports show. But that the Northeast, the comedy that comes out of it, your experience throughout your career here, is it just better or more raw or different or like, you know, a lot of the guys get their start up here because. You know, we all know what it's like growing up. I mean, if you listen to our show, we just shit on each other constantly. So it's just like <laughs> just part of the fabric of the of the humanity mm. of around here. It feels like yeah. so. Like, do you I, feel that in the in the comedy you know field? Yeah. In fact, uh, just recently, I, uh, someone asked me where I started, and I said Boston. And like, oh shit! And and they had, it was another comic, and he's like, oh damn! Like it was like. Like I, I only did it in Boston for like a year and a half, not not long. And then I, I, I moved to New York and did it for 11 years. Um, but the fact that I said I was from Boston, that was kind of like they perked up. They're like, oh, shit, Boston guy. All right, cool. And yeah. like so my impression was, oh, there is a, like a cachet to this coming from Boston. Other comics know you're the real deal. Um, uh, I, I often think, like, why is it the Bostonians make such great comics? Uh, and I, I do have a theory. I don't know if this is accurate. This is my this is just a hunch. Uh, to me, the best jokes are grievances and. Nobody airs grievances better than Bostonians. Who's more pissed off than a Bostonian? 
Like we're just, I just come from a family of pissed off people. Just, just complain, complain. <laughs> and those make great jokes. And, and so is it the harshness of the environment, the harshness of the weather? Is that what's going on when you live in a shitty part, a shitty part of the country with this bad weather? Will you be more angry and will you be, but then maybe not, that's not it because then people from Wisconsin might be great comics as well, but it works for Canada though. A lot of great comics come out of Canada. So, but so I'm the jury's still out on the weather thing, but yeah. definitely a place where people are or get pissed off and are good at expressing that, which clearly Bostonians and New Englanders in general are good, good at expressing how pissed off they are. I think that's part of it. And, you know, that's why you get guys like Nick DiPaolo. I mean, yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> Great. I mean, I New mean, York, New York's not that much different, honestly. And, and New York's like, got some similarities to that as well. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, DePaulo like, canceled yet. <laughs> It's close, right? Nick DePaulo. Well, you know, he went around that by like not big enough. Yeah, he does his own stuff now. He's his own. He released his last special on YouTube. Was like, "Fuck you!" It's on YouTube for free, and it's great. It's great. It's super offensive. I love it. I love it. Someone's got to do that. Somebody has to do that. And so it is. Less, less. Ray, I know you got some sports questions and a couple to come. So uh, last question to you, and it is about what you just said, Jonesy. And I know, you know, we didn't get want to get too far into like the career stuff, but it it's super on my important to me and on my mind the pc and the cancer cancel uh and and what how that's going to affect comedy because you know my favorite comics are you know insult comics or if, mm. i guess that that term's gone away but like those are the best those are the best even the best that still do it are doing it i mean kevin hart and and chappelle get away with it but they're shitting on fucking everybody yeah, and they get yeah. away with it right so it's like especially Chappelle he can, Chappelle he can do does. no wrong because he yeah. makes fun of everybody yeah. it's the same thing with South Park South Park literally South Park will too. make they make fun of everything they can do no wrong you remember the Muhammad shit they can do nothing wrong because they <laughs> yep. shit on everybody so they kind of get that free pass same thing yep. with Chappelle he's so gonna walk on water. Is just do it just do it without apology and do it good because Seinfeld always says this too. It's like, it's not un unoffensive if it's funny, Like if it's funny, it's funny. It's funny. If it's funny, it doesn't matter. Exactly. If right. Well, right. we should say this, we should say this because there's always going to be because comedy subjective. So it's not going to be funny to everybody, but if it's funny to most, that's okay. And then if you got a problem with that, fuck you, the we already have the data. Yeah. 90% of the people that were present at this joke loved it so you can fuck off you're you, you we've you know, got you're the a, data i hate that but i get it yeah yeah it's like you're an outlier you know what i mean like if you don't like this you're an outlier and so you can't cancel i i think this is uh, i talk a lot about this i think a lot about this clearly i think this is the worst of it right now and i think it's just gonna uh, this is just a learning period we are going to grow from this and uh, hopefully get to a point where we know how to handle this better. Right now, the culture is not handling it very good, but I think uh, this is just a stage and I, I hope that we get beyond this and we get mature. It's all about getting mature and being adults. Can we get to be adults about this stuff? Be a fucking adult about it. I think we can, you know, recognize what what is a joke? What isn't a joke? Recognizing things like separating the artist from the art. These are things that a mature culture should be able to get to. And I hope that we get there. Yeah. Speaking well of being mature, uh, well have, have you met anyone in your career that you just like looked up to and like idolized and then met them and be like, holy fuck, this guy's a total douchebag. Louis oh. C.K. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, only a rapey reason. Well, I, you know, I when, when I met Dane Cook, I, it wasn't like he was a douchebag, but 
Oh, he's total douche. Yeah, he <laughs> he just wasn't um, very friendly and receptive to me. Uh, and I was like, I'm a comic from from Mass, and I just love. He he was he might have been in a headspace. You don't know when you meet these people what they're doing. You know, he was yeah. gonna go on stage in a couple, so maybe he was just like doing his thing. But I just went up to him and and uh, I let's just put it this way: I didn't feel very good after the interaction. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Did he steal uh, any jokes from you or no? <laughs> no? No, I wasn't even on that show. I just was hanging out at a, at a club one night and I thought, oh, Dane Cook's here. And But, you know, a lot of comics probably run up to him. I mean, I don't blame him. I don't take it he personally. He gets a bad. I, I will say this. I know that he stole some joke. He gets a fucking, he gets a bad, bad rap. People, people rip him apart. And, uh, you know, for he me, was per, top he was very, I saw him at the garden, the vicious circle. I saw, oh, him, saw that. Yeah, I was at. I did that was a late peak. show. Yeah, I did a, a late show his, on the Saturday. Yeah, that was Ooh. a peak of his uh, of his popularity, selling out the it, garden like it that. was all Sell- downhill after that. Uh, it came out with some shitty movies with Jessica Simpson. That was atrocious. Yeah. I have to say though, and I'm, I got no bones about saying it. Uh, the last few times I saw him do stand up here in L.A., I was very impressed. Uh, I thought his material grew. It was more mature. It was more philosophical, reflective. It was dark. It wasn't that whole running all around and I'm a frat boy kind of stupid shit that I that. Well, I love that when I was a certain age. Of course, I love that. I thought that was great. But I so I feel like I've grown with him, you know, like I like dark. I like dark stuff now. Like I really like the darker, the better, man. I'm like Doug Stanhope dark. But like not that Dane was doing quite like that. But Dane had Dane. Dane's evolved as a comic, in my opinion. And I I actually, because I didn't believe me, I went into it thinking to myself, I'm not going to enjoy this, you know, and I did. I really thought it was very thoughtful and clever and philosophical and deep and dark. And, and I, I do enjoy his act. I think he's grown a lot. That's well, he went hear. on Louie a couple of years ago, too, and his show was going on, well, probably five or six years ago now. And kind of they, they kind of squashed their little beef because yeah, he was scene- it seems yeah. great when he when he when he goes to see him in the back of Madison Square Garden to talk yeah. about the jokes. I, th- I love that scene. And I yeah, thought Dane was, was great. really cool. Do you know the story behind that? He sent Dane that script and Dane goes, no, I don't want to. I don't want to say these things. I want to do it. I want to do it another way because I, I don't agree. I want to I want to change it up. And Louis said, OK, well, if you don't want to do it, I'm going to just going to going to get another actor to play you. But these these are the words you have to say. And Dane goes, OK, I'll do it. And, and Dane, I thought that was really cool of him to do it. You know, it yeah. was kind of. I think. Gotta, yeah, I. I mean, I've. I like Dane. I thought that he got kind of swept into that. Everyone's shitting on Dane Cook, so let's shit on Dane Cook kind of thing. Half of it is just jealousy, man. A lot of comics yeah. who were like alt comics were like thought they were too good to like uh, pander to a crowd, be physical, and all of that. They thought his jokes were just lowbrow stuff, and then he would just he would just sell it and embellish it with a lot of, you know, act outs and stuff. But the bottom line is the dude fucking sold out gardens plural fuck yeah. you what have you done in your stupid little alt jokes you know what do you you, you, you know you sure you had a nice set in brooklyn in front of 70 people take yeah. that to the bank yeah you know? yeah the uh the the political science major in the back really like really <laughs> fucking understood that ukrainian sure. fucking joke like, sure. nailed it dude fuck man <laughs> hey and then you know t- to be a pioneer in uh the way that dane was as well in the world of social media like this guy was the first one to sell out a sh- like or even a, like what he was trying to do is crazy he's like i'm gonna sell out my show on myspace at that time you realize how crazy that was 
People are like, you're not going to do that. That's not going to work. He goes, watch this. Boom. Puts the show out, sells out immediately. Like no one would even think to have done that back then. He was a real pioneer in the social media world, building his brand and building his audience that way. Man, and and I don't know if people are talking about that, but it's like, dude, hats off to that too, because that yeah. ended up being the model for all of us, even bands as well. You know, Dane was a real pioneer. And when it came to that, man, I thought, you know, that was fucking great. His first website, you know, this it's a famous story about how he spent all his money uh, $25,000. It was everything in his bank account to build a, his a website. And, and I don't know if you remember his first website. But it was really cool. It was different. He hired the person who did like the army, the official army, U.S. Army website. I think I he hired that, yeah. that person and spent every last dime on making that website great you know, at a time where no one had a website. And this guy's yeah. like going, fuck it. You know, he just could see down the road before all of us, I think. And we, you got to respect that, um, I, I think. And, and he kind of brought I, Bob Kelly, too. Like, I am I like Bob Kelly a lot. Oh, he kind of brought great. him. He probably brought, he yeah, brought him on there. You hear his, his name a lot more than you hear Dan Cook nowadays. And, he, you know, he was kind of an opening act for Cook for many the, years. Yeah, the first time I saw Dane in Boston at the uh, at the uh, at Faneuil Hall, the Comedy Connection. Yeah, Bobby Kelly had opened for him. And, and I remember Bobby would come all the time to open for him. And I, I like Bobby's uh, comedy as well. And uh, fuck you, Bill. My employee of the month is not great, but waiting is fantastic. So don't. It's the, it's oh, the I shit. love waiting. <laughs> but he, he had a bit part in that. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond, uh, what, where do you invest most of your time for the Boston Four? You know, you got the Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics, oh, yeah, sure. Patriots. Where, where do you spend most of your time watching? Well, you know, you're limited with NFL, right? 17 games. So, yeah. you know, the watch time is uh, is is limited. Uh, probably total watch time. I watch the Celtics more yeah. um, than any than true any Bostonian, others. true yeah. Bostonian. Well, I, cause I just, I could watch NBA all night. You know, I just love it. I just love it from start to finish. Uh, I do not miss a Patriots game. I'm, I'm saying that I'm just saying, but there's more avail yeah. there's more yeah, available watch time to be had watching the Celtics, the Red Sox games. I don't watch in their entirety, but I watch every single YouTube condensed clip. They're like nine minutes long. Oh, I love game. those. That's all I watch too. <laughs> yeah, Nobody watches a baseball game in there. No one watches a baseball game, right? Yeah. yeah, this the YouTube and these little clips, these highlights have just been a blessing. So I follow every single game this way. Every every couple of days, I'll catch and up. And you watch talk to your too. friends like you know exactly what the fuck is going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck it. Hey. Yeah, I love Welcome that. Welcome to uh, our show. <laughs> uh, but I don't miss a Pats game. I just what I like watching most is the Pats yeah. football. I just so then Pats, then Celtics, God. and then Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, and, and Bill. The, Hockey's on the on the back oh. burner here tonight, buddy. Basketball sucks. So yeah, what was uh, your <laughs> what was your initial that, thoughts when the uh, Cam Newton set, uh, got released? Well, I thought that was the right decision to get to release him. Uh, if you're going to go with Mac, you release him, of course, because Cam uh, is a bit of a prince. You know, he's uh, you see how he dresses, um, <laughs> you, you know, this guy's got a big ego. He's a leader of men. I get that. And if you're going to relegate to him, him to a backup role, I think keeping him in the locker room could be an issue. Um, and by the way, it's not going to make him feel very good either. You know, you can't take a five star general and then make him a sergeant and keep him around. It's just not no. going to work out. No. So this is what they were, you know, and I think Belichick, first and foremost, he's all about the culture. And having some situation like that would endanger the culture of, of winning that he's built. And so I think the best idea is to let Cam go. And it's Cam's in Cam's best interest as well, because he's not being there. It's going to make him feel like shit about himself. You know, this is a guy that wears feathers in his caps. He can't be that. He can't be a backup in a locker room. Also, it gives him an opportunity by releasing him to just sit around and wait for the opportunity to be a starter because he's not going to take any backup role. Let's be real. He, he wants to be a starter. And as injuries 
they're part of the game. You know, how many quarterbacks did we see get hurt this week? There will be a position open for a starter eventually. Some shit ass team will hire him and he'll start half a season, a segment of a season. He'll he'll get some work from this. So everybody's going to benefit out of this. We get Mac Jones from day one to go and learn how to do this. And Cam gets to sit on the sidelines and wait for his him, his starting role to appear somewhere, whether it's Miami. Who the fuck knows? I don't think he's got one. Bill, can I go? Because I ahead. know exactly what you're thinking. Go ahead. Can Where's I just say what in, is in Bill's mind? Cam Newton's never going to start in the fucking NFL ever again in his entire he's, fucking he life. He sucks. He's got too many feathers in his hat. It's weighing him down, and he sucks. And, it, and uh, the answer to what was your initial reaction to Cam getting released by the Patriots is rock hard. That was the sum up. <laughs> well, Hammer I, fist. I, I, I wish I could. Man, I wish I could agree with you, but the NFL is so hard up for a quarterback that just knows how to, you know, not get completely destroyed uh, that they'll hire a guy like that. Andy Dalton dude, has been starting. Uh, Ryan the only reason I, was named I disagree with you, Jones, but the only reason I do disagree with you is Cam Newton went through the entire NFL twice in two off seasons and no one hired him except for the Patriots twice. So, the, so to think that, I mean, I think that the, the quarterback situation is going to have to get really, really desperate mm-hmm. for him to find a job. And I mean, maybe it's Miami. They're dumb. But I, I just think the uh, it does get desperate. It gets it's so desperate that teams will consider bringing Deshaun Watson on their team. That's how desperate it is. <laughs> I'll take well, I'll take Deshaun Watson in the second. We'll deal, the rape. We'll, deal with the, we'll deal with the rapey stuff later on, but oh boy. Pure, pure talent alone. Give me Deshaun Watson. We're not afraid of that losses. Is a, we that is no a money. PR nightmare. That is a PR nightmare. And by the way, as soon as you take him on, as soon as he tries to get on that field, that's when the commissioner is going to you know, lay down the law. So, you know, good luck with that. You want to take him on your team? There's not even a guarantee that he's going to be able to play a single game for a year. That's Shit, fine, man. They, they, suspended, they suspended Roethlisberger, what, six games for one woman. <laughs> there was never any criminal charges. They suspended Zeke for how many games? One woman, never any criminal charges. He grabbed he's got, her titty. He's got, 20, <laughs> he's got 23 women. 32. This is like, you think he's going to play a season? No fucking way. His suspension could be 16, 17, 20 games. Who the hell knows? But it's going to be exemption gonna... list is the is the is a spot on uh, it, it, the second he tries to play he's going on the list. So Except, yep. on, so Jones. so are you, as a team, you're going to take that on. You're going to take that risk on. Hey, his three been... his three first round picks. Here's my starting quarter. Well, I wouldn't and... pay three first round picks for him. But if it well, could that's what cost they're asking, a, if it yeah, could that's... cost me a first, I'd take my chance. Uh, they, they're never going to give him away for that. They're asking for three firsts and more. It was they want be, six players. They were gonna, it was going to be pieces. Tua, another guy, and three first rounds. That was what they were discussing with Miami. They'll wait. They'll wait till next year. Uh, the 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 illegal the legalities of it are supposed to hit come January. Uh, they'll pay it out. He'll pay it out. I don't think that they have any a ton of legal ground because if they did, it, that we'd hear about it at this point. He'll probably pay a lot of women, a lot of money, and he'll be back in the NFL next year and the Texans will trade him for a goddamn ransom and that'll be it. And then and and he'll miss a year of football and he won't miss, be the yeah. same player for a year or two yeah. and yeah. we'll see if he gets back. I think that's that, exactly that, what's going to happen and I think he'll either go to Denver or Miami. Yeah, or, or whoever. At that, And a year from now, who the hell knows? I mean, Urban Meyer is going to be out Maybe Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is on the move. Like, you think Trevor's on knows? the move? Oh shit, <laughs> dude! If they, if Urban Meyer's gonna be out 
and Trevor Lawrence looks like shit. And they like, I, who knows? I it just in the NFL, the bottom of that of that barrel overturned so many times. I, I give it up to anybody, but I, I am confident that Deshaun Watson will be traded, but it will not be till after the draft in the offseason of 2020. I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah, it'll be a while. It'll be a while. Despite the uh, desperation. Ray, you got any follow up uh, Boston sports questions there? Quickly, who's on your Mount Rushmore of Boston athletes? Ooh, tough. Uh, well, you got to go Pedro. Nice. Nice start. Oh, start. Wow. Well, he's had two of the, well, first of all, so wins the World Series, but also has two of the greatest pitching performances in basically all of modern baseball. If you, if you dig deep into this, 1999 and 2000, the statistical dominance that he had those two years hasn't we haven't ever seen in over a hundred years it was so off the charts compared compared relatively speaking compared to all the other pitching that was going on it's in it's insane it's it's the equivalent of like a 56 game hitting streak it's the equivalent of hitting over 400 in a season it's to me it's like winning two triple crowns in a row or some crazy shit like that i go pedro i've never seen a pitcher more dominant than he was in those two years in my life in my life so it's gotta go him it gotta go ted williams right and brady and then, uh, God, man, you know, Russell, I want, there's so many though. I want to put Larry bird, bird. Uh, I want to put bird that. Russell. Well, you gotta, I mean, you gotta put Russell over bird. Jesus. I mean, how many championships? I don't think Russell so. Have? I think, I don't think bird. so. I think bird goes over Russell. We've, only had, the, we've you... had this conversation be, and a lot of people have actually, I don't know if you guys saw Russell Chris... was Russell won a championship as a player coach. Who yeah, the but they're playing that? against dentists and shit. Who the fuck? <laughs> they're playing against dentists. Tommy Heisen smoked two packs of cigarettes at halftime and went out yeah. and won NBA championships. Sure, right? sure. Bird uh, and Bird, the Bird Magic. Uh, Bird's the best Boston Celtic of all time, but of a player. And now accolades, you can argue, it's tough to 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 uh, to go generation. I mean, it's your list. You know, you can put Russell in there. Not a lot of people are going to argue with you. Putting up two two Red Sox. You put big. You put. Uh, would you put Big Poppy up there? Poppy's I put close. him over Ted Williams. Close, right? I, I just, put him over Ted Williams just because he has three World Series. Yeah, and well, just for the clutch factor too. I mean, have you ever seen a hitter come through in those moments like that? I mean, anywhere, anybody. It's, it's tough. Yeah, I should consider him up there as well. He had six hundred against St. Louis in the World Series. Six hundred. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Williams missing because of the war is, is always a tough argument. Oh my God. Uh, when you when you look at that prime, those prime years there, he misses three seasons, let's say. That is oh his stats. He still hits over five hundred dingers. Like imagine his stats padded with three or four other years in his prime. It's really lose two uh yeah. World Series of forty six. They lost in seven. This is yeah, a time uh, though when you know this is this is Joe McCarthy's Yankees, man. You how the fuck are you gonna win? <laughs> there's two leagues, there's no divisions. This is just it's hard to win a World Series, man. It's just it's just impossible. And those Joe McCarthy teams were so legendary, man. Like, how the fuck are you gonna compete with Yogi Berra and Joe DiMaggio and these dudes? Like that whole those teams were so stacked, man. He they don't have a chance, even with Ted Williams. So I don't knock them for not winning the World Series, you know. I don't at all. I knock them for being Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> jokes guys <laughs> don't cancel us hey, that's a good point to end this this has been the civil mind sports show <laughs> jonesy host of the weird af podcast check it out where jonesy this is your spotlight tell us where we can find you everything you got going on please it's your show here oh thank you so much for that uh rich uh 
so you can everything I, I'm up to is on my Instagram, which is at Funny Jones. If you just want to follow me, shows and whatever the hell. Uh, and my podcast is Weird AF News, and it's on every podcast platform. Or you go to weirdafnews.com. And what it is is just briefly for your listeners, it's um, I do weird news five days a week. Uh, so the and the podcast has been around for years. I got over a thousand episodes, two million downloads. So weird news five days a week on Friday. I only do weird news from Florida. It's Florida Friday <laughs> and people love it. It's they, it gets more downloads than any other episode. Man, people can't get enough of the weird degenerate Florida shit, as I'm sure you guys know, like what goes on in Florida. Holy shit. The stories are so crazy. People love, love, love Florida Fridays. But every five days a week, man, it's just a bunch of weird news. And I always say this, man, if like mainstream news makes you fucking depressed, right? Just end your news segments for the day by listening to weird af news it'll put you in a good mood i try to make the stories funny they're always strange and educational anyways but i try and bring a little humor to it as well uh it's just to just to wrap them up with a bow for the listeners and it's the only daily weird news podcast in a oh that's perfect <laughs> perfect. perfect time for the fucking internet to break in la <laughs> weird af news oh he's back you <laughs> you froze the whole thing shit the bed uh, in the middle of it. But let me finish up for you. And, and w- weird AF news. If you don't listen to it any other day, listen to it on Friday because Florida brings the best yeah. of the news of the day. Ask Bill's mom. We know. And if, if you can listen to it the rest <laughs> of the days, then please do uh, listen to it right before us or after us. We're, we're open every day too. weird AF news with Jonesy. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us, man. Thanks, guys. I had such a great time talking to you. I'd love to come on some other time. Let me know. This is this is a really good time. Yeah, what a blast, dude. We'll we'll uh, we'll keep in touch during the football season for sure. Great, uh, great. Maybe before or after uh, Brady rips our hearts out in week four. <laughs> 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 All right, man. We'll see you. I don't I don't know how to kick you out. I I've, I've this gone, happens every interview. We just have no idea. I've we just hope you leave screen. quick. Well, yeah, know. just briefly, I don't know what you need. Do you need a picture of me? You want to just grab one off uh, Instagram or something? Is it the same? Dick pics always Zoom? work. The dick yeah. pic- I'll send you two dick pics and a. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> He's got good timing. He's Perfect good timing. Good. It's like he plans it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. I should just kick him out right now. So I do. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's gone. See ya. <laughs> Good mind. Good comedy mind. You could tell just by talking to him, like when you talk to comedians, but the way that they work through things, like he's yeah. got a good comedy mind. Yeah. Funny guy. Like Bill. Dry. Just less uh, gray. Less meth. I tried meth once. One time. (laughs) One time. Wasn't for me. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Although he does Uh -uh. look like Walter White.